review. JB's Driving Podcast, talking about movies. JB's Driving Podcast, talking about movies. Come on, girl. Three fools in here talking about movies. I know you want to turn around. Movies! JB's Driving Podcast. Talking about movies. JB's Driving Podcast. Talking about movies. And yeah, JB's Driving Podcast. Coming at you two days before uh, uh, Santa comes down the chimney. More importantly, the birth of our Savior. Or the day that we uh, use to celebrate the birth of our Savior. Observed. Observed. Yes, birth of our Savior observed. Yes. <laughs> because if you know anything about the history of Christmas. Yo, Saturnalia. Saturnalia, Mithras. Um, but with that being said, mm-hmm. it's easier to persuade people to... In- join the righteous cause when they've already had a certain date certain how I should how should I say this certain rituals festive period of time festive period of time yeah. ingrained in there mm-hmm. and I think the fact that it coincides with the like winter solstice and the new year and you know winter is a crappy time anyway yeah I mean right? yes it is you, it, you wouldn't it, want a holiday in like August. God no, no. And like, how do you think? I mean, it's nice already. It, it's it's <laughs> nice already. You're on vacation. You know, it's it's it is prime time to, uh, you know, be on the beach or or, or travel about. Travel you know? about. Whereas, in the winter time, it's it sunsets at four forty seven, whatever time it you is. Get like a half hour daylight. Yeah, half hour daylight that you actually get to see. It's cold. It's cold. It's miserable. It's icy. So you got to travel twice as slow. Yes. So you get half as much done. Yes. Then you're frustrated because you're cold and getting half Just as much done. And you're also frustrated because there's like a half hour of sunlight. Yes. And it's it's half hour. And then, and it's it's harder to get up in the morning as well. This is why humans used to kind of hibernate during the winter. They, they had their harvest and then they kind of like uh, hunkered down. I was about to say hunkered down. Hunkered down. Hunkered down. You can't do that anymore because the global business model. Go with his mom, yeah. But yeah, it's it's interesting. It's like, but but at least you know, December is joyous. It's fun time. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in a great mood. Lights, cameras, actions, all that good stuff. I'm starting to Drinking. think Advent is not the not the observance of the uh, birth of the Savior, the coming of the of, of Christ. It's the coming of the the most boring five months of the year. Yes, and you or are at least the most boring two months of the year. Yes, I as as, <laughs> as you know. You know, as soon as as soon as January, I, I, I for me, January first is the beginning of the end. You know, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a holiday, yes, but to me, I am more of a you know holiday season. I like it. Uh-huh. I like up to the thirty first. You yep. listen to Christmas music. You're in a good mood and all that. You're drinking every day. Most everybody else is, but as soon as January first hits, it's like click off. You have to wait the entire rest of the year. Well, and for a lot of us who don't get uh, uh, government holidays, we get uh, the first holiday we get it's is Memorial Day. Is Memorial Day. It's five months now, and and of course, what two two and a half of those months are 
said cold weather. Yeah, said cold weather. Icy, dark. Miserable. Miserable. So in March, we start to get a little bit of a reprieve. By the way, in January, all the popular sports are gone. Yes, you're right. It's just the playoffs. And so, what do you, I mean, especially the sports people who live and die by sports, that's all, what what are you guys going to do? Nothing. They're going to drink. Drink. Because it's cold. Yeah. It's still, as you said, it's still miserable. Yeah. January and February are my least favorite months. Mm -hmm. Me too. I I hate it. I mean, I, I, I have, I have my boy's birthday in January. Um, but other than that, but I just want to get to January and February because Meek and I have a mini vacation scheduled for uh, the first weekend of March. Yeah. Going down to the old townhome in uh, Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. We have big plans. You are Florida man. What kind of big plans? You uh, know, it's, you're it's, not releasing it's, an NFT, are you? I, uh, I was thinking about it. <laughs> I was thinking about of me and uh, Meek, and, uh, Meek and I doing uh, bedroom gymnastics. Sure, that would raise some funds. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, but... Now, what I'm going to do there is, it's Mika's birth, Mika's birthday weekend. Too. I want you to say that, and there's actually gymnastics. <laughs> It'd be funny. But I just had. So Mika's turns. I, I can't say that because you don't talk about a lady's age over the air or anywhere. Uh, well, especially after a certain. Yeah, after a after certain after a certain Mendoza line. After 25. Exactly. <laughs> so. So um, I think she turns her, you know, her Mendoza line. I think that Tuesday. So I think I, I think I'm going to do. We're only going to Epcot. We're going to Hollywood Studios in Epcot on a Friday. Yeah. We're going to just hang out at the resort. So I'm thinking, I'm going to take her to the tequila tasting at La Cava Tequila. Well, good luck with that. That's a tiny hole in the wall, yes. and they've got a line. That no, like it's goes a, it out is, of the freaking p- pyramid. No, this is a prearranged. So uh, there's a space for you. There's a space for you. Yeah. At the end. Yes. Okay. At well, the no. end. At the end. Well, that's good. Yes. We we they they made a space for us. Unlike other people around this time of year, they made a space for us. So no, no, essentially, it's this really cool thing. You taste like uh, six tequilas and a mezcal. One of the tequilas is actually our friend over there. Oh, um, the one that we finished. Yes. Oh, I, I st- we still need to get. We do. We need to. We need to go we get. Keep a talking about. It. We look at it and go. One day. That was fantastic. One I remember that Sunday good. we popped open the bottle. Didn't you know? Just drink it. Just start drinking. I mean, we start just. Well, it was so good. It's not even oh. like. It's not even like it's because it, tequila. If you've ever, if you, I didn't drink tequila for the longest time because I thought tequila tasted like Jose Cuervo, oh. and I thought. Oh, this is nasty. I'm not. This is crap. No, it's like thinking like craft beer tastes like Budweiser. Well, right, right, right. So then I started drinking tequila, and it was great. And I don't do margaritas. I do a little rocks. Mm-hmm. And then we had that bottle over there that Mitch got you. And that doesn't even taste. Oh, it's vanilla. It was just, it's what it's. It was vanilla. You know it's alcohol. Yeah. But it doesn't have any any sort of aftertaste. No, sir. It doesn't no, hit sir. you the wrong way, and it's no, smooth. Sir. No, sir. And it's very dangerous. <laughs> Yes, it's very dangerous. Take it from us for that couple hours we had drinking that Sunday where right. Mika was watching the kids and we were just kind of stumbling about outside. Or in the kit, we were just in the kitchen too, just like going, <laughs> we're drinking. <laughs> so take it from us. Dangerous tequila. Dangerous tequila. So that's one of the tequila. Need that, a new bottle. At the tequila, <laughs> that you walk in, you go into the actual in part of uh, the, the La Cava tequila. So you go yeah. in, you know, you, you, you bypass everybody, you get one of these tables. And they introduce you to they introduce you get a top shelf tequila to first I mean top top shelf margarita to start all right so they prime you 
And then they give you like a whole lesson of these six different tequilas, and you start with a mezcal, and you have like tastings, they chips and guacamole. So it's just like two hundred bucks a person. Uh, one fifty a person. Okay, it's Disney. I figured. Uh, I mean, know, yeah, no, they they bend you over, yeah, but cheap, the, I think the cheapest extra experience you can get is the behind the scenes tour, which I think is like like 20 bucks it's yeah. really cheap I'm uh, not, not gonna do that but uh, no I, I love it I would do it every time mm-hmm. oh you want didn't you go into the tank didn't you get in scuba gear I did we, we did that um, well, you're hounding, hounding hounding man. 10 years ago we got we swam with the dolphins mm. and we had to put on uh, a wetsuit and uh, that was fun but that that was expensive but the, the behind the seats tour at the at the greenhouse yeah it's fun you, oh, get, it is? you get to go where you're not supposed to go yeah, and, I'll do that. and uh, it's cheap well, last time we we did it, it was cheap. Yeah, we'll do that. I don't know. We're just, I mean, we're not we're not going down there for Disney, but we're going down there for. Well, I think me up. and you are are on similar yes. wavelengths with Disney. I think we, we go down more for Florida. Yes, than, exactly. Than for for Disney per yes, se. Absolutely now. Absolutely now. Um, I, I, you said you nailed it right yeah, there. We're, we've had that discussion. We go down there for the right reasons. Which so. is to enjoy the resort. Well, we're going to be enjoying the resort for the most part. We're just going to hop over to Hollywood in the morning, go to yeah. Epcot in the afternoon, and that's <coughs> it. Sounds that's the time. Going to be chilling out and drinking, enjoying each other and drinking. That's right. Just uh, walk around. Like I said, if I had a place down there, I'd be drinking, working, <laughs> working out, and then partying over at that uh, <laughs> at that pool scene. The pool. Though there's two different. No, there's a lot of scenes there because you have the well, sunset. The one, where the, the one where the fireworks were. Over yes. There. Yes. The yeah. pool scene. That pool scene. Then there's the hotel lobby scene, which has that really nice, um, that really nice like restaurant slash bar in there, yeah. and there's live music in there Tuesday through Sunday. And then you have sunset walk scene, which yeah. is you know I took pictures. So regardless, so regardless, so uh-huh. um, uh-huh. uh, but yeah, so yeah, we're we're we are celebrating the holidays. It is uh, it is a, a Christmas time. Uh, we w- when this is released, we will be celebrating at the soiree. Soiree. Yeah, soiree. We'll about just about uh, a day from the recording. A day, yeah, just about twenty five hours from recording. And it'll be about twenty five degrees. <laughs> it'll be about it'll be Maybe. Cold, dude. It's colder than it's, that. <laughs> it's going to be colder than that, but it will be nice and toasty in here because I'm sure everybody will be drinking water. Well, <laughs> well, Allison told me she said, you know, don't drink too much and then die on the way home because it's all going to be icy. I'm like, well. I'm trusting that the highway administration yeah. is going to be having having the roads yes. treated. They uh, should. They're pretty on top of that usually, but yes. but man, it is like I said before. It is just it's going to rain, and then five minutes after it stops, it's plunging. Yeah, like plunging. Uh, like and they're experiencing thirty degrees. Yeah, it's going to be miserable. It's going to be miserable it's outside. Go Fifty to people below are freezing. Blood in here and just start drinking. You know, yeah. makes you warm inside. See that special on Basil Hayden. Yes. Um, I haven't stopped by yet. That's okay. I did pick up. There are different. Uh, I don't know flavors. So you're not gonna drink it right now. Yeah, that is strange. Uh, at later, we'll drink later. Drinking, we are drinking later. Yeah. So anyway, <clears throat> um, JP Drama Podcast. Paul's not here. He's still on the all hands on deck mail review cruise. Special. Haven't heard from him. Haven't heard from him. Well, you know, you're having a good time. Uh, you, you, just no time to call, right? <laughs> Looking forward to hearing how that went in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, before he, you know, when he when he comes down those stairs into the <laughs> into the illustrious studio, uh, he needs to go and 
washes hands. He does. What about the what is the name of the studio? We keep forgetting. We it? keep forgetting. We'll have to go back and figure out what the, the, the Lou Ferrigno studio Studios. Something like that. <laughs> It'll change. <laughs> Coming to you live from the Jimmy Cricket Studios. Jimmy Cricket Studios. Anyway. Every, every day. It'll change. Um, shoot. Um, oh, shoot. We have to, uh, of course, plug. Uh, Last Christmas, he talked about Trump. Every other article was about Trump. Dustin.com. We'll likely talk about Trump next year. And Zelensky. This Christmas, he talked about cocks. Jack's off of Zelensky. Next day, <laughs> he liked all the cocks. <laughs> Griffith, the duck pin. We'll talk about it again next year. <laughs> New <laughs> duckpin.com. That's money. The money <laughs> gagging in the background. <laughs> didn't even, didn't even stop. Whatever. It's the best. It's the best. So yeah, duck. The, I'm sorry. Theduckpin.com for all your pro-Ukrainian Zelensky bootlicking. You'll find it right there. And of course, the weekly Never Trump bashing uh, by Griffiths. That's right. Proud sponsor. The, the proud sponsor of uh, JB's Driving Podcast. So this week, this week we are doing, we are continuing our holiday bonanza here. Um, Hallmark, or Hallmark holiday bonanza with a movie that you can indeed find on Hallmark or like our past two episodes, uh, past two episodes. The first being Murder You Bake, which actually is on Hallmark, but has shifted over to Peacock. Well, both, both are on Peacock's service. Wait a minute, uh, uh, the Castle for Christmas is on well, Netflix. Netflix. That's a Netflix. But this Netflix. one and the first yes. one were on, uh, are both on the Peacock service. The Peacock service. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, I, yeah. I watched it on Hallmark. I actually went on demand and watched <coughs> this movie um, on the Hallmark channel. And the movie I'm talking about is um, 2017's The Christmas Train. The Christmas Train. Now, now, unlike a lot of these Hallmark movies that star the typical like cadre of like, um, um, <clears throat> what's what's her name, Lacey Chabert, and a bunch of guys who like guys. Um, then there's a what's her name, Cameron. Uh, well, she was on Hallmark. They kicked her out for being too Christian. Um, oh, Candace Cameron. Candace Cameron, yeah, and a bunch of other ladies <clears throat> in there. But this is a little bit different because. Hallmark opened up the pocketbook for this one. And when I mean open up the pocketbook, they've got a few stars of yesteryear. Stars who may not be getting the gigs that they used to. Well, I don't even think it's that. I, th- I think you, you remember, well, I, I think this has always been a thing, but it's been, it was more of a thing. I think it opened up really. And because I, 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 you can go, so hang on. Let me back up. <laughs> I, Christmas I albums, right? Christmas so albums. Christmas albums for Christmas carols and then some of the new ones which were still in a traditional style. Right. And I know you had artists like the Carpenters who did theirs and so forth. But yes. I think the, the modern age modern age of 
Christmas albums yes. by pop stars started with Mariah Carey. I think she really, You think so? That she late? Pop, I think she popularized a, a new, because even when the older artists did it, they did it in a, in a subdued style. I, I, Where she did it, she I, took it and made it hers. Come on, you got Hall Notes, who did Jingle Ball Rock. That's still kind of classic, though. You think so? I don't. I don't know about that. I think Hall Notes, and I think even um, um, what's her name? Who is the original dancer around the Christmas tree? What's her name? Can't remember. I hear her song like every freaking day. No, I know it's hard to. It's hard to. Uh, but you're saying like the. I'm talking modern pop interpretations where they 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 almost cease to become Christmas songs. They're just songs songs that, that involve Christmas. Uh, like have Christmas in them or maybe the old lyrics, but that's, they don't resemble the old songs because they're, they're, they're too poppy, right? That's they're, they're too much in a popular interest uh, style. And then they're released, but they're, everyone does them because they're good money makers. Mm -hmm. Now the Hallmark channel was kind of, you know, it was over there. They mm -hmm. did their thing. their thing. But now I think within the last 10 years or so, you're seeing this open up just like the, just like that where, you, it used to be just certain people did. Oh, so, so what you're saying, what you're saying now for our, our lovely audience is the, the fact that these Christmas movies, mm -hmm. Mariah Carey, what she did to music with her stardom back when she did All I Want for Christmas is you. Because you know it ain't Christmas until she her ass starts singing. You do the things with Hallmark channels where they open it up to the cadre of actors. That right, right. And I mean, yeah, I could see that influence with Netflix, but they all seem to be. I mean, you're not seeing Tom Cruise in a Hallmark movie. You're not seeing, you know, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You're seeing more of like B. I wouldn't say B. I would say you're right. They're older. They're older. But like, but who is their target audience? Yeah, you're right? you're talking about women who drink wine every night. I wouldn't even say that. Like and I read said, duckpin.com. And read the well, <laughs> certainly that. But the I uh like I said last time, I think I said at the time before that, it, these movies aren't terrible. They're not. Right? It's a genre that you have to you have to know what you're getting into. Right. I I I would agree. I would agree that is a genre you, you got to get into. Do we do the uh, sorry do we do the rating? We did the ratings. I want to make sure the past movies. I just want to make sure we did. Well, they're they're Hallmark ratings. Hallmark. They're Hallmark. That's they're, right. They're, Hallmark. It's, a, it's a different scale. It is a different scale. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. You are right. So yeah. So well, this movie, The Christmas Train, is actually based off of a novel, like a two thousand and I think it was eight novel, something like that. Oh. Um, hmm. And you had said you have. I thought it seemed a little complex for a Hallmark. It was movie. a little complex. You didn't have the typical. <laughs> You know, small town somewhere. <laughs> this Someone was in small town. This this involved because yeah, you saw that one thing I sent you where there's a Hallmark plot maker or something like that. Oh well, uh, Allison sent me this thing where uh, the the uh, they they made AI watch a bunch of Hallmark movies. No, they did then, not really. And then made it write a script. <laughs> it's pretty much the way we talk about it, right? Really? Yeah. Let, let me let me let me see because this is this is a. Uh, Craig keeps on texting me about fantasy football. <laughs> it's almost over. It's, yeah, that's where I'm at with it at this point, honestly. It's like, I need a breather. But you know what? In Dynasty, there is no damn breathers. Because as soon as that damn, as soon as that damn last game and the trade window opens up, oh. That, that's why I don't do it anymore. I couldn't. I didn't want another full-time job. I don't care mm. about college. Mm. 
just, it's tough. So anyway, there's a, there's a, there's a generator for this hall, but but the Christmas train, <clears throat> the the Christmas yeah. train, I guess kind of breaks the mold because it's it's based off of a um, a, this novel, and it's it stars, uh, Dermot Mc uh, Dermot Mc Mulrooney. <laughs> I had no no I no. trouble with his name I trouble his name I was I was telling Allison about it. I'm like is it Dur- Dermot McDormand I, 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 I don't know she she could not stop there's laughing. Dylan McDermott and Dor- Dermot Dermot McDormand and I'm like the same thing happened like I'm like I keep on saying Dylan McDermott she's like no it's Dylan Dylan it's Dermot Mulrooney. Dermot Mulrooney. she almost fell on the floor I I could not I I couldn't you know. It was that guy. Yeah, it, it was that guy. You know, who's, who's looking kind of kind of old. I I, I hadn't, uh, and and of course everyone's like, well, of course, because you know. But I just hadn't seen him in a while in anything. Well, well, I mean, and I, I was a little, I was a little taken aback. He was he's he's been he's been around for for quite a while. Quite a while. Dermot, I mean, he was in Young Guns. Uh, young Guns. He was in Young Guns. You know, he didn't really aspire to be an actor. Yeah, he was. Uh, <coughs> He was a sh- he's a classical cellist. Something you don't hear every day. Wow, interesting. Yeah, and he just tried out for uh, 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 like a small role when he was in college, and they signed him up right there and right then and there. Uh, but he's been he's been in quite a lot of of movies. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I looked at, it, I was like, good God. <clears throat> um, that said, uh. Young Guns was one of the big ones. Um, then you have what's a, what's another one here? We did one of his, his movies this year. Which one was that? The um, which one? I'm sorry. The Family Stone. One? Oh, Family Stone. What was <clears throat> that? What was that? I keep forgetting. Uh, it is. Um, I'm he, not the cinephile you think I am. <laughs> Yeah, he was. He was. Um, he definitely was in the Family Stone. Uh-huh. He definitely was in. Um, he was in the Batman. Uh, the fifth season of the Batman animated series. Um, New Girl, The Rambler, Legends of Lies. He he narrated uh, Bill uh, Bill O'Reilly's Legends of Lies series on the Fox News Channel. There you go. And he was in a Showtime series of Shameless. Now. The person I had trouble with was the his opposite in this movie, and uh, I forget her name, you're, and you're, I recognize her, but I forgot her name. And just like every podcast, I didn't look it up. That's okay. Now you're talking about <laughs> um, Paisley, Brad Paisley's wife, Kimberly Williams Paisley. That's who you're talking about. It's right? a mouthful. And she's been around too. You may remember her from such movies as Father of the Bride and Father of the Bride too. Two. Nick and I actually had a very uh. Um, the uh, deep discussion about this, and she's also been in the Christmas shoes, perhaps the worst Christmas song of all time, adapted to film. And she's also married to Brad Paisley. And then, of course, you have uh, Joan Cusack, uh, Joan Cusack, who happens to be the sister of uh, John Cusack. Right. I. I. She's so weird. She, I, she's a she's I, I don't odd man. Prefer her in movies. I you know she did an okay job here, and as soon as I saw her, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> could. She yeah, she's she's kind of a quirky. She's been in uh, School of Rock, Runaway Bride, 
Uh, Confessions of Shopaholic. She's the voice of Jesse in the Toy Story franchise and was in Working Girl, but she's kind of freaky. And, of yeah. course, to top it all off, you have uh, Danny Glover. Who is who – is, I have I – have, up front, I have two problems with this movie. <laughs> One is Joan Cusack because – although she does an okay job here, right? Mm-hmm. I just – her like face twitches and someone might come. She's she's someone might comment. She's got some kind of disorder. I don't know. She's a weirdo and yeah. just off. I don't know. Plus, she's a off the cliff lefty. But Danny Glover's character's name is stupid. Max Max Power. Power. Max Power. Which was the name of uh, alias of Homer Simpson when he was got into acting or whatever he, back like twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know what name. No, no, no. He needed a new name uh, because names like it was. He was trying to be important or something. Right. And he looked at his hair dryer, and it said Max Power. So that's what he went with. And that's Danny Glover's name. I'm like, this is so stupid. It Why is, is his it name is. Max Power? It is. But uh, I mean, if his name would have been anything else, it would have. Yeah, it would have been. But anyway, Danny Glover, who is of Lethal Weapon fame. Uh, and he was also in Predator 2. There you go. We haven't covered Predator 2 yet. And we might do that on the fifth year anniversary of the show. It seems. Wait, did we do Predator 2? No, we didn't Predator 2. Well, you had to look through your suppository for that. Yeah, you had to look at the suppository for that. I don't think we did Predator 2. No, well, we didn't. We'll look. And if, if not, not we'll that, schedule. That's going to be. If, if we haven't done Predator 2, that is going to be on our fifth year anniversary show. All right. Yes, sir. So, anyway, yes. see so this ensemble cast. This movie is essentially about a cynical war journal like an old school war journalist who is taking a train from LA to New York New York New York New York to LA I'm sorry New York to LA uh, and arrive in LA Christmas morning so he can be with his voice acting girlfriend insufferable girlfriend insufferable girlfriend um, because it you know it makes sense and of course along the way Along the way. Along the way, he encounters a cast of characters in this most perfect train of all time. It's a big train, too. It's a big train. And I did some research about trains. And one thing really stood out, and I'll talk about later in a second. Um, <laughs> it's how I felt sometimes watching this this movie. Uh, so, essentially, he uh, encounters an old... So, he's going to write. he's going to write something about his dad. Right, yeah. He's gonna write. He, he's gonna take his this, dad loved trains. Yeah, his dad loves trains. He wants to get inspired. He's gonna write something about his dad, but he encounters. I just think he wanted to take the train. Because <laughs> he didn't want to be with his girlfriend. Yeah, because if he would have taken a plane, it would have been like same day. Yeah. Now he he gets to postpone for four days and drink for four days and too. Drink because everybody in this damn movie is drinking. <laughs> Can we not uh, listen? So he meets Max Powers, Max and who who brings his he brings his head writer, who happens to be Dylan McDermott's old flame. I mean Dermot Mulroney's old flame. Sorry, I screwed him up. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, Dermot Mulroney's old flame. All right. So <laughs> I'm serious. His old flame. So so of course it. So it's one of those typical Hallmark movies where, again, it may not seem like it's written with the same old, but. Instead of a female, it is a male with love interest in big city. Another flame comes. Even if it's an old flame, there is another flame, and it's someone he really belongs with. 
Well, okay, well, that's true. Not with the what? Not with his current insane flame. And they're always terrible. And they're all they're always the worst human they're, beings ever. They're, they're not like well, it would have worked out because you can't have that, right? You can't have the, uh, the you know the 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 current relationship can't be working out because no, then God no because then you're just some kind of like homewrecker. <laughs> exactly. You it's got to be a Hallmark ter- can't have that. You can't have a you can't have a situation where well, not yet anyway. You know it, the, the 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 old well in most movies it's the boyfriend who's working the big city job. He's the asshole. And well, he's got to find. She's got to find. So, what did Craig say? Have a soft heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the well, you almost had that. The whole big city in that couple. Yes. I'm trying not to give too much away. The you don't that, give away this in that in that couple because you know she was from what Kentucky, Kentucky, and, and he had he, a big firm somewhere. Yeah, yeah, whatever. His dad had a big firm. And you uh, also try out for a commercial. <clears throat> try it out for a commercial. Right. And so, you know, you almost had that. So it, it does incorporate a little bit of that. And, and of course, the train, everyone, not everyone. <laughs> I would say I would say, look, our generation is probably the last generation that romanticizes trains. Yes. And and like I said, I think this stuff is 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 these kind of movies are geared towards people our age or older uh, or if you're a woman of any age, honestly. But the the the, the, the romantic, romanticization of this of the train it's snowing it's Christmas everyone knows everyone that again that's another thing everyone knows everyone everybody right? knows everybody and and, and that's because they spend all their time in the freaking bar car that's a trope <laughs> well I like the fact that you find out never mind so um, <laughs> we don't need to go through the whole movie it's okay that's you know so. Danny Glover hangs out in the bar car the entire time and drinks. Yes, well, he's he, trying to play matchmaker. He kind of he kind of carries a lot of the scenes. He's very I he's I like his character. Yes. despite his stupid name, Max Powers. He's getting he's there for the paycheck. I mean, if he would have just been himself, that would have been better. Put this blazer on, sir, and pretend you're drinking. Right. God knows he was probably drinking <laughs> during during the yeah. shooting with one of those stupid um candy cane martinis. <laughs> Here, drink this. <laughs> Is this water? No. <laughs> okay, then. Here you go, Mr. Glover. Shove some more money in his pocket. Or, or you, know, you tell him, he just starts drinking. He's like, okay. Okay. This is where we're going. <laughs> but all the characters, I, I, there, I don't think there's one, one character that is, like, insufferable. Besides the, Joan the, the girlfriend. Joan well, Cusack's pretty insufferable, too. Eh, I, 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 I appreciate her character. I, I, I don't like her... The, the person no. too much, but the character was fine. I think the only insufferable person was probably the girlfriend. Yeah. Um. But then uh, they get uh, so they're they're riding along and 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 different conversations and yeah. and everything seems a little too perfect. And but see, you're, you're expecting that. Yeah, everything because it's a Hallmark as movie. The movie's going along. He's becoming. He's rekindling that old flame, that old war correspondent flame. Well, that too. That too, yeah, and, and, and of course and he's got there's the psychic, <laughs> and then there's the, the I forgot the, about the psychic, uh, the psychic uh, woman, and then you have the, the 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 guy who just lost his wife, yeah, and everyone and the the old train conductor guy, yeah, the old train conductor guy, and everyone's been, got their been put out to the pasture, right, and everyone's got their thing, and everyone is is asking yeah. kind of personal questions and yeah. knows things, but you again, 
you expect this. Yes. It's a Hallmark movie. It's a Hallmark movie. Everyone knows everyone. Yes. Everything is the perfect, even, even that the train is perfect. Oh, Everything's Christmas perfect. Christmas decorations out the wazoo. Everything. So both of them are. Uh, it is literally a Hallmark small town. In a train. In a train. <laughs> they right. just shoehorn that bitch in a train. So um, the two main characters are, are, are starting to get like you think, ah, ah, this is it. And then the irritating girlfriend shows, shows up. up. She shows up. And then they get stuck yes. because there's an avalanche <laughs> or something. An avalanche or something gets stuck. So uh, by this time, the main character has told his irritating girlfriend to jump off a cliff, take a hike. I'm going to marry uh, my old my old flame, old fl- Ellie. And then they go out and they try to find help or something. Oh, my gosh. And then there's these two guys oh. like, what are you doing here? Like chopping wood. Yes. What are you doing here? Like no introduction. Then he looks over. What are you doing here? Right. And then and then they show up in a sleigh, and I'm thinking, <laughs> so is the snow going to disappear now? <laughs> show up in a sleigh with new outfits. How about a phone? <laughs> they, the guy took him into his How house. The military? Had his way with him. And then, like, Something Dylan McDermott gave like, here, have your way with her and give us new outfits. Right. And we're good. <laughs> and they showed up. And Two it days was like, later, everyone's freezing. Dude, they, 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 yeah, they, we had pie. <laughs> we got dinner. No, they got no, a warm house when, right when they, over there. They look like a Christmas card. You know, they had the perfect right. outfits. It's like a Macy's, like, funny, like a, a Macy's outfit coordinator picked it all out and said, here, wear it. Like, you know, what, what do they call them? A yeah. uh, custom shopper for you or something? Right, Personal right, right. shopper? <laughs> they show hey, guys. Meanwhile, everybody's in there, like, icicles off their beards. <laughs> the old guy's frozen. Because they show that they keep showing. They, they go back, and they're all, like, they got blankets on and it's stuff. Ten, 10 degrees colder in here. I don't know. I'm thinking to myself, this is 2017 America. There's no GPS or something like that that goes off where it's like, oh. Well, I mean, there are places that don't get, you know, signal. Uh, I mean, I'm not sure if that's, I mean, maybe maybe not. Now. Amtrak. Well, maybe Amtrak. But uh, definitely cell phone. Here's my question. There's places in Pasadena I don't get a cell phone signal. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Okay. Here's so thing. In my research, and I was going to stop here. I, I appreciate you bringing us up to here. Yeah. Putting the brakes on this train. This Putting Christmas the brakes train. on the train. So, Mika and I got into discussion as we're watching this. <laughs> I think to myself. As you do. So, if you're taking a dump, where does it go? Is there like a <clears throat> like a crap car? Is You know, like, is there is there a... <laughs> A train car full of shit. I mean, well, in the old days, it just kind of <laughs> went on the track. You be in the old day, actually, in modern days too. Oh, well, I would imagine it either still does that, or there's like um, storage. <laughs> it's a car. I mean, they ain't gonna store it underneath the car. In the, they they have special cars, shit tank cars, but there's still modern trains that. You, you flush it, you flush it, and it goes right on the track. I'm surprised airplanes don't do that. They just you imagine just, just especially around here. My backyard would be a freaking. No, I, I can really I could see grass. planes. I could probably hit them with a golf ball. There'd be shit all ever all over my yard. <laughs> all over the I roof. Had one. All over <laughs> the roof. Go out to the bell. Whoa, whoa! All these <laughs> all these people with the cell, with uh, with uh, solar panels that don't work because they're covered in shit. <laughs> 
You get so bad it grass starts growing on your roof. Like, it's natural. It's like when did it become Norway? <laughs> Freaking grass roofs. <laughs> like anywhere around here, you'd be leaving a restaurant, you get like shit bombs. Wow, there's so many airports. There's so many. Like, <laughs> Seriously, I I remember a time. I remember a time when when you know, and I th- if I think about it hard enough, I'm like, it used to be quiet a lot. Yeah, and now it's not. And no. and the light. I, I hate to sound like a, 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 a clueless lefty, but there is a lot of light pollution. Oh, yeah. And I, I noticed I noticed it. I don't know if they have those light because there's a uh, like a sports field for sports ball, like across 100, like down up. And then you can but it's higher and you can see it and in the distance. And it just looks like like a light bomb went off. Hmm. And I just want to say, hey, can you, can you turn off your lights? But you can't because there's too many people. There's too many lights. Right. It's just like noise. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like the airplanes constantly fly over. I know. You got to go to North Korea to not have any light pollution. Well, there, yes, there's, I guess, one benefit of North Korea. If <laughs> you can read some. Losing, pro- losing weight and no light pollution. So pro, there you go. Some pro North Korea articles <laughs> on the duckbin.com. <laughs> the man so, likes his dictators, his autocrats, yep. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I was saying, so <laughs> David Paul's in that spot for a day or two. Uh-huh. You know? So you're concerned that the, the shit car is, <laughs> is, is filling up? I don't know if they had a shit car. You don't know that. So you're thinking it's just modern, on the tracks. It's on the tracks. And it's starting to smell? Yes. And it, like, builds up, yes. and then the train moves, and it yeah, gets like stuck in like, shit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was concerned about that. Because I'm, I'm reading that on, like, because there's a big issue, especially over in England. About modernization of trains, because even the mo- some of the modern trains don't have it. You just go and you shit on the tracks, Ugh. and the build up is shit on the tracks. Oh, that's disgusting. It is. Can you imagine trains in like third world countries? Oh my god. Oh my god. Like I think we're taking the the romanticization of trains. We're just chucking it, chucking it right out the window with all the it shit. It makes you look at the ghost in the darkness differently. <laughs> Billy the kid. So the, <laughs> so uh, the. Ro- before we before we 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 get to the uh, to the grand finale, I want to roll back to the rooms that they have. Yes, which look like they're about six or seven feet wide. Yes, little cabins. And then there's a hallway. Yes, and then it looked like there was a a room on, on the other side. Yeah, that's how trains are. So that's a that's a seventeen uh, foot wide train. Yes, that seems kind of wide. It does, but this is the movies. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm sorry. This is the Christmas train. Because last time I was the on a train, Christmas magic. I mean, it, the tr- the whole train itself was probably, I don't know, eight feet wide, maybe ten. Was it? I don't know. I mean, you're talking what? You got two people. You got in a hallway, right? Maybe, maybe so I'm wrong. Five, maybe five people. So how how wide are you? You're right. Maybe times by five, right? Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe there was just one side. I don't freaking know. I'm not a, even I, this, if it was one side. I'm so ignorant to trains at this point. It just took me up till 45 years old to realize that when you take a dump on a train, you're greasing the tracks. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Welcome to. Uh, Imagine all those kids. Welcome to trains. You know, skipping and hopping over train tracks or playing on them. All they're really doing is just jumping around on shit. Well, it depends on what. Well, it depends if it's passenger trains. Yeah, but if it's cargo. There's no one shitting on them. The, uh, the conductor's guy shits somewhere. You think he shits in a bucket? Probably. <laughs> a wooden pail? That's your bucket. 
Have a nice day, conductor. You're a conductor. Ugh. So anyway. So they, they, the snow goes away. <laughs> they haul it away. They magically make it disappear. They melt it with max power max, freaking blowport. Max <laughs> power. And and the, the power of power of his imagination. Mm. And so they, they get to the end and everyone's happy and stuff. And then there's a slight twist. Mm-hmm. Would you like to go over the slight now twist? You, you, you can go. You can lead us through this. So they all get off the train and then Max Power starts to un- undo the the mystery here. And you and, and of course you yes. got a little bit a little glimpse of it when uh the young couple well yes. two well one kind of when they mess up because uh, they said they that their grandparents got married her grandparents got married on a train mm-hmm. and then they later tell a, a group including our protagonist that it was her parents and he was like isn't Those it your grandparents? grandparents yeah i mean simple so, i i, I kind of thought they might have been drinking or the thieves yeah or that too or yeah. something because there was a thief stealing stuff which i still don't really get but the um so Max starts to unravel this, and it was all staged. All of it was staged. It was a Max Power production. Production, yep. Everything. He even called the irritating girlfriend and had her fly in. Yep. And she was in on it because she knew that yeah, they, they, weren't, weren't, they, they were. weren't meant for each other. Yep. And so when he found out that the main character, whose name is Tom, by the way, <laughs> when he found out that he was going to be on the train, mm-hmm. he arranged all of it. All of it. All of it. And, and then... It kind of everything fit together. I'm like, okay. Oh, and then Joan Cusack's character is the mar- was a marshal, mm-hmm. which is why she's always on the train. Yep. She's not a wacko. She's who the mar- yep. is spending her retirement on a train, uh, which I guess wouldn't be too bad if you like talking to people. It was all staged. All staged. Max Powers production. Max. And then, of course, and it makes sense because how movie. he's trying, like in certain conversations, how he's kind of guiding their ro- yep. romance along. Well, they well, I'm sorry. I look back up a little bit. They find the script in the trash, and they start to they they. And at first, I thought, "Huh, is he writing his own script?" And then I then of course they they start reading. I'm like, "Oh no, this is all staged. Everything was staged. Everything." And then he goes over everyone. The young couple was staged. Yep. Of course, now they're now because they're. Does that make sense? Because the commercial, the card, remember? The right, because that was the second thing yep. that the card. Of course, then they then they indicate that they weren't together, but now they are. Like a lot a lot of people when they work on a movie, they yep. they get together, and then uh, <clears throat> so there, uh, then the main protagonist proposes. Yes. Um, which is probably good to do. You want to strike while that iron's hot, and uh, and then that what just happened to you in four days, and then uh, <laughs> and then the the other movie, um, <laughs> so what was it. Danny Glover, Max Power, says he's having a New Year's Eve party or something. You want to come? And they're like, yeah, well, we, we, we've we, got some stuff to do. I'm like, yeah, I know what stuff you guys got to do. <laughs> yeah. You guys haven't seen each other in six years? Oh, you're going to be you're gonna be busy. You're going to be busy for the next couple weeks. Like, yeah. So um, anyway, so they say no. And then and then I think it, then it's it, right? That's it. So wasn't too bad. You, you know, you're not picking very bad movies for us to review. I, I know. Which I appreciate because it makes my life a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So anyway, um, yeah, so on the Hallmark scale, what would you give this movie? Well, what, last week I gave it an eight or something? Yeah. I, I mean, really liked Christmas or Castle for Christmas. I like, well, I like Carrie Elwes, mm-hmm. and I thought Brooke Shields was good. 
And this one, I thought everyone was good. Mm-hmm. So I give it an eight on the Hallmark scale. I liked it. I'll give it a seven. It was worth it, especially the fact that I spent about 20 minutes researching the bowel movements, uh, the repercussion of bowel movements. Well, just for that, I mean, you know, and and the related rabbit holes, because whenever you start researching crap and oh, yeah. and Dylan McDermott, Dermot Rulli, looking it out there. Can't even say his name. Yep, exactly. You're looking people off your tappity tap on the keyboard. Tap, yep. And then suddenly you're in, you know, you're looking up stuff. You're like, what time is it? What the hell? So what day? All righty. We're going to wrap it up here. Gonna wrap it up, people. So next week we're gonna do something a little different. Yeah. In the holiday season, wrapping it up. It's something a little Lord of the Rings um, retrospective because it was uh, 20 years ago today that I mean not today, but 20 years ago around this time here because Lord of the Rings were released like literally a week before Christmas. Um, Two Towers was released 20 years ago. 20 years ago. I keep forgetting if it was 2001 or 2. Uh, 2002 was Two Towers. Because we went to see it. In 2003. Yeah, we saw it New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, when it transitioned over 2003. And then 2003 was Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Right. So. Anyway. We'll have a little retrospective on that since Paul does not like Lord of the Rings. That's a shame. That is a shame. He always says he never gets out of uh, the, the Shire. So, anyway, <laughs> we will be back. Have neither a very, did Sam. Yeah, neither did Sam. Have a very Merry Christmas.